Hey. Hello. How's it going? It's good. I'm getting comfortable. Yeah. Settling in for a good podcast. I feel like we don't do um, uh, intros very much. I feel like we're not good at doing proper podcast intros. No, we had only ever done one. Welcome to Capital Losers. I think this is episode seven. Is it? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty good. Uh, if we make it to ten, I'll be pretty happy. My name is James Tennant. My name is Emma McMahon. Uh, this is a podcast ostensibly about sports. Uh, keyword ostensibly. Ostensibly about sports. Uh, wait, it's about sports and, uh, like, our mutual Ludditism. <laughs> a general like hatred of all technology and politics and uh basically generally life around dc yeah but like segmented by the sports mostly yeah so i feel like we've watched a lot of sports since we last recorded okay I, at least i've watched more than is normal for me mm-hmm. um and i think that that's like, really exciting because oh, snacks is running on his wheel. <laughs> I have to take off snacks' wheel. Uh, Wait, say what you're hold, say. please. Um, so I feel like we've been watching a lot of sports lately, and there's been a lot of sports news happening. But um, you know, it's been basketball season. That's been happening. Uh, pretty exciting. Snacks can no longer run. Snacks. Snacks the, can't uh, run snacks after capital losers hamster. You know, the mascot of capital losers. Yeah, who has a very loud wheel. Uh, Robo dwarf hamster. Robowski. 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 Snacks. snacks. He's named after a football player. Yeah, he's named after for a, the uh, a giant player. Giant, yeah. That I think we the like the day before we went and bought snacks. The day before we went and bought snacks in a uh, in Black a sale, Friday sale. In a Black Friday sale. Yeah. <laughs> so everything was super cheap. Um, where we we were watching, we were watching a Giants game and they said yeah. that, I can't remember what player it was, but they were saying that his... His nickname is Snacks. But they were saying it was like his high school nickname. Yeah. Uh, was Snacks. And we thought it was so great. It's a great name. It's a great it's name. It's such a good hamster name. Yeah. I think I, I like, I want to just have like a series of hamsters called Snacks. Snacks. Yeah. Snacks the first. Snacks the second. Yeah. Snacks the, yeah, just continuing the legacy of Snacks. Snacks Junior. Snacks also. Snacks also those. really good for, for nicknames. Snacks. Yeah. Snackless Snackleby is currently my mm, favorite one. Yeah. That's a good one. Snackerass Wrench, I quite like. <laughs> <laughs> he also, he also and, and he has a theme song as well. Snacks. Yeah, it's Flash Gordon uh. by Queen, but you just replace Flash with Snacks. It's pretty good. Snacks. Ah, savior of the universe. Do, do, do. So I sing it to him as I'm giving him treats. <laughs> You sing lots of songs to him as you're giving him treats. You <laughs> serenade just, him on just, the daily. He sits on my desk, so he's just like around while he's I'm... Your, he's your bud. Just singing in my life. Yeah. Um, so, sports, soccer started. We watched some soccer. Yeah, we did. We saw uh, DC United lose against horribly, Atlanta. Terribly. Horribly. Yeah. Like, miserably as well, because... What the week before Atlanta got beat four nil by Houston, they then beat us three one, and now we're playing Houston this weekend. So you know, is, not you know, a good sign. Yeah, it's not great. Tally. This is also the game we're going to. 
It is. Yeah. That's right. Whatever it is, the Maryland Soccerplex. Okay, so we can do a, a live reporting segment, huh? <laughs> no, because no, I, I think... No, we won't do it. Uh, yeah, I, also, I, I just have this... I have a feeling we're going to get beaten really badly. Yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, almost guaranteed. Yeah. And we'll just have to bundle up. But it's like, I don't know. DC has... Like, well, okay, so they, I think they still have a couple of players that they bought that are still sort of like waiting to come in properly. Mm. And once that, we'll see properly what like this team is like. So like Dane Kelly, who was the, uh, he was the leading goal score, scorer of the, the USL, which is like the kind of, kind of like the division one of American football under, under the, um, uh, what's it called? What's the league called? <laughs> MSL under the MSL, um, so he was the top scorer of the other division. Could be a good addition to the team. We'll see. Totally. Like we'll see how that um, kind of adds to everything. But I don't know. I I don't. It just it was. A, it's a very like tumultuous time. It's very like slow start. You know. It well, it hasn't it, been a not, great start. And it's not really one that like like engenders a lot of optimism I mean, for the rest of the season. No. And, and the thing about the Atlanta game is that it really wasn't even that fun to watch because it was so bad. Yeah. Like our shots on we had maybe four good shots on goal. Yeah. The whole game. Yeah, and then on our one goal as well was like after they already had three, so it was just like really disappointing. Yeah, it was actually they already had three and it was like eighty minutes into the game. Yeah, and yeah, it just didn't it was not satisfying. It wasn't an equal or a fair fight. And so just like, yeah, it just wasn't that interesting to watch. I feel like that's, that's been the case with a lot of DC sports this week. Wizards as well. Yeah, have Wizards have been struggling. Lost their last few games. Mm-hmm. Lost against Timberwolves last night. Mm-hmm. Disappointingly, having been up like the whole game, they then like just really flunked it in the fourth quarter and then went down. Uh, in the background, we currently have Wizards... At Celtics. the Celtics, and they're being beaten. At TD Garden. But, like, I don't know. With the Celtics, you're like, okay. Yeah, it's the Celtics. The Celtics are, like, way ahead of everybody else. Yeah. It's, like... It's Upsetting, ex- almost. But it's, like, excusable. Do <laughs> For them to I mean? do poorly. Yeah, because it's, like, this is, like... I don't know, kind of like very top kind of team. Yeah, well, and it's With, like, true. the Timberwolves, like... We, we were ranked above them. We could have won, We yeah. should have won... And like the heat too, that was a disappointment. Yeah, the second, uh, the second of the heat games. So yeah, we beat them and then we lost to them. There's just been like a few games recently that were like the Wizards should have won. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, just it, there's just like the constant conversation of like, oh, okay, if John Wall was still there, mm. would this be a different conversation? I'm not entirely convinced. I think that's one of the least interesting sports narratives is if this player wasn't injured, would everything be different? But and it's like, yes, it would be, but would it be better? I can't tell. I Yeah, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I think it's like a fair like question, like how important are certain players to, to dynamics and whatever. I, I like, I think I'm, I'm, I'm unconvinced that it'll be that different with John Wall. Cause I think, I don't know. I think there's been a lot of, like, they went on this winning streak after Wall got injured. Mm-hmm. And it was really these kind of less uh, talked about players who the, were... Whose stats all of a sudden shot up. Yeah, yeah. And, and they were, were playing way better. Like, suddenly kind of sparking through. And now all of those guys are not 
I don't know. It was it was like this. It was like beginner's luck or something. Yeah, this weird like 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 amateur flourish that then like has just kind of gone descended into mediocrity. And it's sad because we've had a really strong season, and the Wizards are by far the best of the Washington teams. Sure. Um, if you're talking about major sports, so it's a bit disappointing. I wish that we could at least have like the one thing that is a redemption. I don't know how the Capitals are doing. The, the Capitals could be winning like all their games, <laughs> yeah. and we would not I have know. Absolutely no interest in um, in hockey. No. Uh, let's look it up. We did. We did vaguely watch a bit of hockey somewhere this week. We were at like some bar, right? Uh, I think we were at Penn Commons. That's right. And they just have a lot of stuff. I yeah. So I'm the Capitals like, are they're doing fine. I think they're top of. Is this right? Oh wow, shit. They're top of their division. Yeah. Of which there are um so they're top but I mean of, the Wizards are top of their division. They're top of their division in the Eastern Conference. So yeah. there's Eastern and Western Conference and we are in the Metropolitan Division. They've won um yeah, one thirty nine, lost twenty three. They have eighty five points. I just can't I'm I But they're I, not they're not top like they're top of the division, but all of the other divisions have top, have scores of like a hundred. Yeah, sure. So, um, I just I can't watch ice hockey without being like, how are you not falling down? Well, so we went and saw I I Tanya. Oh, so good. Which I think like one, I mean, what I I feel like an interesting conversation to have because I think a thing that people talk about all the time is how figure skating isn't a sport. And what is the line between a sport and, like, a hobby or, like, recreation or, like, an athletic feat that is not a sport? Why, 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 why would fig- – I don't understand why figure skating would not be a sport. I think that a lot of people only consider team sports to be sports, one. What, like tennis? That's not a, that's still a sport. But, like, doubles – and you're playing <laughs> only doubles, but singles is not. No, but you're play, you have an opponent in that, right? It's a competition. I think sure. that there's the competitive nature of but sports. In figure skating, there's competition. In, in figure skating, it's just every individual for themselves. It's not one-on-one. You're not skating the same thing as somebody else, like trying to be better. It's not a race. It's not... So it's harder to classify. I'm playing devil's advocate because I think that it is a sport. But yeah. I think, like, it's an interesting conversation of where does sport begin? Like, what is I've never heard, I feel like you're making this up. I'm I've not. Never, I'm absolutely not, never heard I'm super say. not. I know, I know a ton of people who don't consider it to be a sport. You know what isn't a sport? What? Dressage. That's the Why? one with the horses. Why? It's just dumb. Why? Because it's dumb. Yeah, it's not dumb. for any other reason? No, it's just dumb. So it's definitely a sport. Uh, no, sport should be classified by my uh, but like, subjective okay. classifications. Like I, I curling. Think curling seems to me more a game than a sport. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I guess because it just like because it's, it's, it's dumb. I also feel like anything that you can be like really competent at while also intoxicated is probably not a sport. <laughs> you could, you would not be good at curling. I feel like while you would drunk. be so so good at curling Absolutely while drunk. Not. 
But I don't know. It's it's an interesting. You'd be you'd be a more aggressive. Kinda. So what's your what's your controversial what's your controversial sports opinion? What is not a sport? I, I literally just dressage. Just dressage. That's like stuff. not controversial because you hate rich people. So I don't know. I can't. I can't, I can't think of. I don't think I have. Is synchronized swimming a sport? I feel like anything's a sport. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not a purist, I'm a lot like, purist on it either. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty broad. I don't. I don't care. So I guess like for me. Competitive video games—that's harder for me to see as a sport. It's I see an, that as—it's an esport. I see that as a competition, and I get that. But why is why are why are esports sports, and why are like magic tournaments? I don't think anybody's saying that esports are sports, though. It's a separate thing. I think that well, if it's an esport, it still has sport in the name. So no, it's a, I don't like know. it's a different thing. Would you call that a competition then, and not a sport? I wouldn't call it no. I don't think anybody would call that a sport. I think I think you're inventing. Uh, I don't think I am. <laughs> I think you're. I'm really not. It's a it's an esport. Yeah, but like if ESPN is covering it, then it's a sport, right? No. Okay. I feel there needs to be some sort of like active element. Yeah, but like that one person in um that one person in curling that just stands there and tells people where to put the rocks. They're not doing anything. Sure, they are. In they're still, rowing, they're still on skates. And no, they just none of them wore skates. Really? No. Do they? <laughs> they just scoot, they scoot across the ice. I love that you do, thought that the whole not, thing was on was yeah. on skates. No, that makes it's no. on ice, right? No. That makes sense. No, they just I have just, like grippy shoes. Like anything that's on ice, I assume. Okay, plus skates. Like no. must be skates. So the, I, like what I learned about curling during the Olympics is that the ice is actually really rough yeah. on purpose. Like there's rocks embedded in it and like sand and all this stuff to make it really um, rough. And so that's why you have to polish it mm-hmm. to get the rocks to go where, where you want. So they're just on normal shoes because also it's not melting. So they're just on normal shoes on the ice. Anyway. Uh, that's, that's my thing. It all, it's all sports. It's all sports. At you least, at least according like invent, to, invent controversies. at least, according, I, I'm not, that's, <laughs> it is a well-known controversy, just not one that we care that much about that, and one that we are very much on the same side of. Um, the, the one major piece of news for Washington, but for us in particular, is that the Kirk Cousins saga Who's going to the Vikings? It's finally over. Yeah. Uh, but disappointingly, it seems like he won, right? It like does. He... The Vikings played <sighs> really well last year. I really, they, I really wanted him to fail. They were one I don't away. Know, I have such a like. Uh, I just really don't like Kirk Cousins now. And I, 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 he fe- seems I feel smarmy, like it's, I feel like it's he? unfair. Yeah, yeah, it's like all this, all this like really dumb personal things that I now have. And he actually like doesn't really have that much control over it because they yeah. just don't want him. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, and it's also just like I don't know because I'm like oh, you're leaving my team. I hate you now, and now I'm like looking for all these like dumb reasons to like not like him. So he's going to the Vikings. Good for him. That's probably it's definitely the best of the options that he was given. He's going to the Vikings for a lot of money as well. Yeah, and and I mean a good team. Yeah. So, and climate-controlled um, field, which I learned is an issue for him. He uh-huh. doesn't do well on um, on cold days yeah. in open stadiums. Maybe that means he sucks. Maybe that means he's bad at his job. <laughs> did, did you yeah, you want to say that to his face? Did you think about that? 
Um, I'm very proud of our listeners for not doxing Kirk Cousins and sending us the information. Uh-huh. That's good. That's All good. of our listeners. All of our many listeners. <laughs> hey, do we I have think, listeners? You dance? know what? Both our moms listen to this podcast, so. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> that's, that's probably, that's probably it, as far as I can tell. The majority of our, um. Uh, it really skews our demographic. <laughs> well, if we ever took advertising. Yeah. <laughs> they'd be like, so who are your listeners? <laughs> moms, mainly. Mostly moms. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. What else has been happening? I have not been following spring training. Have you been looking at any of that stuff? We won a game, I think. Only, only like in the. I haven't been following it to a massive extent, apart from just like every now and again finding something to watch. We played the Mets last night. We beat the Mets last night. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, seems like everything's going okay. But then we have real life baseball sports coming up. Real life. Uh, at the end of uh, and then in March at the end of this month yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that'll be fun I um, took you to your first baseball game last year yeah it's not been that long uh, I was just remembering a, um, uh, I wrote like a really quick news story about Bitcoin today mm. which was like Included this guy from like uh, some investment firm, who was saying that um, uh, he you know he was he was saying Bitcoin's a bubble and it uh, intrinsically has a value of zero. Um, All true. And uh, uh, but he was saying that uh, uh, like investors generally shouldn't worry about the bubble because it's this like tiny market that doesn't actually affect anybody else. So if it collapses. I think I think yeah. His words were like, it, it, "It's it will, it will have no real world effects." So obviously, <laughs> Bitcoin investors need to worry, but other mm. investors are saying brick and mortar investors don't need to worry. Well, I mean, the thing is, yeah, that, people who actually like make shit. I think the thing is also like to keep in perspective. Um, the thing is that uh, as soon as Bitcoin collapses all of those other cryptocurrencies which don't like i feel like combined don't even come close to the value of bitcoin but some all of them, are, of some those, of them are quite like the whatever the litecoin and the bitcoin cash i think whatever. was it was it last weekend that john oliver had a whole section on bitcoin did yeah. you watch this i watched part of it i, didn't I watched all part of it. of it too yeah. uh and he tried to find he tried to make up some that were worse than like Oh, Deep yeah, yeah. Onion. Well, you know, you remember the story of Dogecoin? Oh, yeah. That's the worst one, right? Where the guy started it to make fun of cryptocurrencies yeah. and then people kept buying it yeah. and it became a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that guy was uh, like, I, of course, will never buy a cryptocurrency. Yeah, because it's... Uh... Okay, so, so earlier today, <laughs> I sent you a message... Mm. Uh, which I don't think we we ended the conversation. No, you said save it for the pod. I said, okay, so so explain to me how cryptocurrencies are not a pyramid scheme because it seems to me like they tick all the boxes of a pyramid scheme. You're not there's there's no like kind of actual business. It's entirely based on just like like people make money because new people are coming in. You're just constantly 
Like, but that's not actually true. So I don't, I don't know how Bitcoin is valued, except for that it is how it's treated, right? So that's not, yeah. that's not. I guess it's like if you're saying a pyramid scheme is also like digging for gold and finding gold, but then just also sh- like selling gold that already exists, right? So wait, so you're, that's so you're like saying, you're that saying it's not that because just because of the mining thing, because some people could yes. mine and and suddenly come up with a yes. thing. Okay. And and because I just think that's so, so no, peripheral. And like, because there is an inherent value. So you can sell your Bitcoin. You can sell all of your Bitcoin. Yeah. And then you can be out of that and then you don't have anything. I think the thing about pyramid schemes is that the only way that you increase the value of what you're doing the only way you make money is by getting other people to get buy into the pyramid scheme mm-hmm. that is not true of bitcoin but that's also the only way you increase the value i think the thing about the bitcoin, only way you increase the value is by convincing more people no so that they're going to get rich on bitcoin but but so then more like you know okay but it's not but bitcoin is not like bitcoin is not like you know, NutraShakes or whatever. But it is. It's the, it's the same no, essential it's thing, right? Because it's like there's there a finite amount top, of it. There's, there's a finite a, amount of it. There's a finite amount of NutraShakes. <laughs> you can always manufacture more NutraShakes. There are there are people at the top. Essentially, there are people at the top who bought Bitcoin early, who were then like spreading this story about how they all got rich with like you know they didn't do anything. They just bought some stuff with a little bit of money, and now they're all like. But that's not a pyramid scheme. But it's 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 all the same sort it's of like it's not a pyramid scheme. It's the same things as a pyramid scheme, right? It's all these people like making these YouTube videos about how they all have Lamborghinis and sure. then convincing other people to so buy it, and then that inflates the price more, and then listen? they make more money, and then a few more people make more money, and then they convince other. So you, you know, just want to be right to the point where you're just going to talk over me until uh, no, I'm making I I'm making continue. my point. I'm making my I'm making my uh, my thesis. Um, did you listen to last week's episode of Reply All? Uh, this was the um, it was about drop shipping, yeah, 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 which is a lot like what you're talking about with yeah, the yeah, Bitcoin yeah. Bros. Yeah, um, not a pyramid scheme, but that's a different right? because because somebody somebody who okay wait that's so, not different. So that's explain, how I think it is. Explain drop shipping. Okay, so drop shipping is basically where you find really cheap goods, usually from China or from countries that manufacture them, and then you create a website. You're basically the middleman. You create a website where you're selling these at a crazily marked up price to people. And you don't have to maintain a warehouse or anything because you just, when somebody places an order at your website, you place a, an order at a wholesaler's website and, it's like and ship it directly thing, to like, them. Yeah. yeah. And you make a lot of money because these things, like the example in that episode were watches. And these watches cost like Mm. They're really shitty. But, you know, you can sell a watch on Instagram for $25 and people will think that it's an absolute steal. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so that's how it works. Uh, And I think that it's much more like that because it turns out that the only way that you can actually get rich off of drop shipping, it's really hard to get rich off of drop shipping just by drop shipping. Mm -hmm. The way that you get rich off of drop shipping is by making how-to guides of how to get rich drop shipping. But okay, I get I get what you're saying. Which is nothing, right? That's what I'm saying. That's the point that that I'm saying about Bitcoin, right? Like they are they're selling nothing. They're selling snake oil. And yeah. you're basically saying that Bitcoin or is snake the snake oil. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's why I'm saying it's the same in that way. I don't understand how you, how, why. But why that's not a pyramid scheme. Why you're saying this isn't a pyramid scheme? It's a scam. It's not but, a pyramid scheme. But, okay. Okay. All right. So, but, but what's what's like what's like the ba- the basis of a pyramid scheme mm-hmm. is that you consistently need to bring more people on board at the lower levels of the scheme to keep funding this thing for mm-hmm. the upper levels, right? Mm-hmm. How is that not exactly how Bitcoin works? Because that's not how Bitcoin works. But it is, right? It's like oh, all of it will collapse. No, because if Bitcoin more don't Bitcoin keep. is like is a currency on a market and so the price is not, not determined it's, it's not so no. actually a currency so but the thing is that because you can't but, really but use here's it to the buy thing stuff. somebody could go 10,000 let's say no 10 million people could buy bitcoin tomorrow uh-huh. and it would not necessarily increase the price of bitcoin how would that not increase the price of bitcoin it wouldn't necessarily increase the price of bitcoin it could um, it could decrease the price of Bitcoin. It could do lots of different things. So it's not a pyramid scheme because people aren't. And then it's just not a pyramid scheme. It's not think, a pyramid but think, scheme. But I think it is as well because you do you have this other side of these kind of Bitcoin bros who are trying to sell this lifestyle, who are trying to get more people to buy onto it, right? But Which I don't I feel think that like makes it a part, pyramid scheme. I feel like that's part of the ecosystem. It's not a pyramid scheme. Of I don't like think you a cryptocurrency. I don't right? think you understand. Is the, is the idea that you're you're not doing that much work, you're getting more people to join this thing, and that's kind of that's like the the attraction of it, right? It's as a kind of get rich quick thing. Are YouTubers pyramid schemers too? No, but I, I, is anybody selling a lifestyle a pyramid schemer? No, that's not what a pyramid scheme is. But the pyramid the pyramid scheme part of it is that you you need to constantly bring on these new people. But what for does it to, for you to be making money for you to be increasing? But you are giving them Bitcoin out of this finite amount of Bitcoin. So how how does yeah because that work? they're putting more money into this. So thing. you have to sell one of your Bitcoin, which means that you are. Getting rid of well, that why, asset. Why, why are you selling this Bitcoin? So then how do you get other people to, to get in on the Bitcoin if you're not selling them Bitcoin? Well, presumably other people are selling it. Yeah, okay. So somebody else is selling it, which means that the market is not increasing in value. The thing about... So that means that so when that person... Let's say that I have one... The same I have time. two Bitcoin. Okay. But if you... I mean, you're still, you're still creating well, listen further to demand my, for listen it. Listen to my like. example, though. I have two Bitcoin. I'm mm. in the Bitcoin pyramid scheme, as you're saying. Mm. And I sell those Bitcoin to another person. I'm not bringing them in on a membership. I'm not saying you need to buy Bitcoin from the Bitcoin gods or the central organization. The thing is that there's no central organization. If there was a central organization where people had to buy a Bitcoin to get in on this club and then they were expected to just bring other people into it and also sell makeup products... Then I would say that this is a pyramid scheme, but you have to, somebody has to be giving up their Bitcoin to actually give somebody else a Bitcoin. You can get out of a pyramid scheme as well, right? You can, it's, I I don't see why that's different. I feel like, I feel like you're like, you're, you're pulling it like, like, like strands that like, no, and I feel like when when in general, you're a hundred percent making up the pyramid scheme part of Bitcoin. This is, this is, this is like how it works, right? It's not a pyramid scheme. It's entirely a pyramid scheme. (laughs) We're just not going to agree about this. People at the top, like convince uh, roof tell at the me, bottom. Tell me what that's not a pyramid scheme. That's a pyramid that's scheme. That's not that a pyramid is the, scheme. The like basic part no, of a pyramid not. scheme is that you have to keep getting uh, dumb poor people to put their money into something so that the other people get rich. That's not what a pyramid scheme is. That's a pyramid scheme. I I just don't know how to get it through your head that that's not what a pyramid scheme is. I okay. Like okay. 
So a pyramid scheme, the definition of a pyramid scheme. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't, I don't want your Wikipedia definitions, okay? I know what a pyramid scheme is. A form of investment in which each paying participant recruits two further participants with returns being given to early participants using money contributed by later ones. I get what you're saying. So that's not... But I still think... I think That's I th- not I think what that Bitcoin the, is. The basis is the same thing, It's right? not. But, okay, the basis, I will agree with you, that in both cases they are schemes. Bitcoin is a scam. I agree with you on that, but it's not a pyramid. It's not a pyramid scheme. I think. I think. It, it, like, there's just. There's just. I. 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 It just seems like such a pointless thing to argue against. It's a scam, but it's not a pyramid scheme. <laughs> you might as well call it a pyramid scheme. Okay, so your point all along has been you might as well call it a pyramid scheme. Not that it actually is one. I mean, I think. I think it is. I think it's fine to call it a pyramid. It's scheme. not a pyramid scheme. I think it's so fine to call it a pyramid scheme. Someone added me on LinkedIn, and then when I went on LinkedIn, the invitation wasn't there. So I feel like someone added me, and then unadded and you. Unadded me on LinkedIn. Yeah, that's weird. Um, why would someone do that? Do you have other sports points that you wanted to bring up? Um, I don't think so. I really like Ubre Junior at the moment. He's doing great. He's been Oubre. just like my favorite player to watch. Yeah. Uh, for the Wizards the last few weeks. I liked, uh, and, and Otto Porter as well, mm. um, who have both just been like, killing know, it. just been killing it for the Wizards. Which is fun. Uh, and as I look over, I see that the Wizards are currently 16 down. That's less bad than I thought it would be. I mean... It's still bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. We're only in the second quarter, so <laughs> who knows? I mean, we were ahead of the fucking Timberwolves all last night, and then they beat us, so... Maybe they'll, maybe they'll pull, it out, pull it out out of the bag. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. Stranger back. things. Oh. I, I worry that, like, if they do that, that they'll just be absolutely, like, mobbed. Only 14 they... down now. <laughs> I feel like Boston is one of those cities that cares so much about sports. And TD Garden is right in the middle of Boston. We're going to have It's at North Station, um, one of the big train stations, the Northern Corridor train station in Boston. The great great Boston-D.C. rivalry. I mean, Boston has a rivalry with anybody that beats them, so (laughs) mostly New York. My colleague sent me um, pictures of... The snow in Boston. It's crazy. It's fucking horrible. Yeah. Uh, Wellesley was shut down, which happens almost never. It happened twice my entire college career. Oh. So there was a lot of snow. And late in the year, too. I'm not about this, like, March weather. We don't have any snow down here, but we just have some nasty wind. Speaking of March, it's, it's March Madness. It is March Madness. Don't know, don't know what that means. Uh, it's college. It's NCAA. I saw that Ted Cruz tweeted about it. Obama tweeted about it. Obama tweeted his bracket. Did he? Yeah. Who did he have winning? Do you know? Um, I think he had Michigan State. So he had last oh. two. He had Virginia and um and Michigan State, and had Michigan State winning. UVA is like really killing it this year. So I was at UVA in 
2014 when they made it into the top eight. So they were in the Sweet 16 and made it into the top eight, and then they lost. Mm -hmm. And that was, like, the best that they had... Maybe the best they'd ever done. Mm -hmm. And that night, I saw um, two couches be set on fire. Nice. So I was kind of glad that they didn't win, because it felt like it would have been more aggressive. UVA has um, uh, a big lawn you're supposed to streak on. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I was there. I was there for like a month. Didn't, um, didn't do the streaking. I said... So we stayed with um, members of the UVA Men's Glee Club. Nice. And they said that um, one of the things that people did that was like a really mean prank is that... So it is... It's on this lawn and you're supposed to streak up one side and down the other side. Yeah. Um, is that people put up trip wires? What? Yeah. No. So when you were when you were streaking, that you would fall. That's horrific. Yeah, it's awful. That's okay. I used to streak in college because we would. Uh, there was this because you're just that kind of girl. It's fine. Also, you. yeah. Whatever. Don't feel like you need to Nudity explain it. Just um, we, we used to streak <laughs> in college. There was a, there was this lawn by Tower Court, and then we would go and skinny dip in the lake afterwards. It was just like my drunk activity that that I would just get hammered. I had such a because, because I because I went to like a city university. Yeah, you had nowhere to streak. It was it, yeah, it was just such a different experience, right? From like I don't know everybody that I talked to who, who like went to kind of college down things or had so, like a campus thing. Like my classes were all like around Oxford Street, which is like the busiest street in London. You yeah. know, like and my you know to get to my halls. To get from my student halls to class, I had to take the tube. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it, I, there was never that, like, community. Yeah, it's a super different environment. And, I mean, even between, even even in amongst uh, campus colleges, like, a lot of people don't live on campus at most schools yeah. all four years. But where I went, they did. And uh, we were really, like, proud of what dorm we lived in and all that stuff. How's uh, how's Wellesley doing, NCAA? Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah? <laughs> they actually do have a women's team, but they're a Division three, so they're not um, they're wow. not professional. Oh, yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> we don't pay student athletes. Does anywhere pay student athletes? Yes. I thought they weren't supposed to. No, you can pay student athletes. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. You got any more sports stuff? Uh, I do not. You got any more non-sports? Oh, wait, no. Uh, no, uh, I, I did almost forget about um, Tom Brady and Stephen Colbert. Oh, yes. We were going to talk about this. Tom Brady's a robot? 100%. Tom Brady is... Just, oh, my God. There's no way Tom Brady is not an android. So I think I, I my theory currently mm. is that Tom Brady was created to kind of kind of enamor us to, to robots. That, like... We're supposed to kind of fall in love with They're him. They're doing a poor like, job, ah. though. Yeah, yeah, obviously, because then, like, all this means essentially is that, like, well, I like Massachusetts will like robots and then everybody else will hate them. Boston Dynamic. We can see it happening Ooh, already. Makes sense. Makes sense, right? Oh, my God. Um, I, I'm what, convinced. What is Elizabeth Warren planning? What is she what planning? What is she planning? Um, I just think that he may or may not be a Russian spy. Who's just waiting to be activated. Oh, that's a really good one. That's really... Okay, all right. So for anybody listening... I mean, his wife, Giselle Bunchen, from Brazil. Yeah. With a German name like that. Yeah. Definitely a Nazi. 
Maybe not her herself. Yeah. Maybe not her parents, but her grandparents for goddamn sure <laughs> were Nazis. Okay, so for people that have a... <laughs> they're, they're, so they're, no, we have given no context. There are two things that need to be experienced. The first is uh, you can go on whatever the Stephen... The late... Late show so with Stephen Colbert. Whatever the Stephen Colbert show, go on their YouTube and you can see Tom Brady on there and how uh, when when nothing's being said, he he has a smile. Do you know what I mean? Yes. He has a robot smile that looks very much like that's supposed to be his robot resting face, and he just goes back to that, and it looks it looks like a, it looks like someone's gotten a human smile slightly wrong. Like they were trying to do it, but it's oh no! You know what it is? Uh, Tom Brady resides in the Uncanny Valley. Yes, <laughs> it's like he's so perfect, but in a way that seems so manufactured. The other thing that has to be uh, that has to be read is New York Magazine. It's from I think it's uh, 2016. They did. They have a short interview with Tom Brady. Which is is also just one of the funniest articles so you'll it's, it's ever read. It's the cut. The cut, which is New York Magazine. Yes. Um, the cut headline: um, Tom Brady has never eaten a strawberry in his entire life. Yes, and we discovered this because he ate a strawberry for the first time on, on the, Stephen Colbert. On the Colbert thing. Uh, the best, the just like there's so many good parts about this. There, he's talking about being at home um, with Selpunchian. And how they have a bunch of Ugg slippers. And <laughs> just this is, my, this is my favorite part. When I ask Brady how many pairs of Uggs he has at his house, he tells me, I have a lot, more than you could ever imagine. I try to imagine more Uggs than I could even imagine. He's right. I can't imagine them. <laughs> and then later, like throughout the thing, it says like, um, two, 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 two. You know, it just has references to like the hundreds of millions of Uggs in the in the Brady Bunchian home. Uh, it's an it's an excellent article. We'll link to it in the show notes for sure. But it does not make me like the Patriots more. Is all I can say. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I was rereading my fa- my favorite bit, which was like uh, uh, Tom Brady's speaking, and he's like. I'm 39 and I get to play football for a living. There's uh, not a lot of people who get that chance, he says, an even more wistful, com- uh, contemplative twinkle clouding his eyes. Part of that is because of the way that I treat my body. I release a deep sigh of relief. There's the Tom Brady that the great Boston area and some of Connecticut loves. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Ah, New England. Um, uh, yeah. The other good thing about the cut, the, the cut has the best horoscopes. Yes, Madam Clairvoyant. Weekly horoscopes are like by far the best. They're very poetic. Even yeah. if you are not a horoscope, horoscope person. person, you can read them and they're they're beautiful. Uh, do you have uh, something you want to... That I want to plug around the city? Yeah, DC thing. I haven't thought of this actually. So we went to see Itania, as previously mentioned. <sighs> And um, we went to my favorite movie theater, which is the Landmark on E Street. Mm. It is in downtown, in the in the most touristy part of the city. So you do have to brave that. But it's um, 
a nice independent movie theater and they show all of the sort of artsy indie films. They have a really good food menu. Mm -hmm. They serve alcohol Mm -hmm. and you have absolutely no cell service in any of the theaters. They also, they they currently have like a midnight thing going as well, right? Yeah, they show the Rocky Horror Picture Show and And, um, uh, what's what's the other one? With Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, I have the picture of the poster in my head, but I, I cannot remember, remember what it's called. The, um, the apartment, something like that. Yeah. Uh, not, so they show both called. of those. The room. The room. Is it the room? It's the room. Yeah. Um, they have uh, yeah. So Rocky Horror Picture Show with the shadow cast. Uh, really fun. They got a bunch of cool stuff coming up. Actually, they've they've also got a little Studio Ghibli sharings yeah so they do like lots of events and Mm. they will have um talks with directors who come there and stuff yeah um but they're showing all of the oscar movies basically yeah we also watched lady bird this weekend which i would also recommend not as a dc thing but if you don't live in dc and you want a recommendation my recommendation is to rent that on on youtube and watch it lady bird was good i i was thinking a lot more about um because you know we were having the conversation after lady bird about because I was like, I was like, I I enjoyed it, but I definitely didn't get it. Yeah. In the same way, because but because it's about women and it's about mothers and daughters. It's about it's like you're really specifically about mothers and daughters. Yeah. yeah. And so like all all of my female friends who've seen it have like been like, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. It was so good. And I'm like, yeah, it was a good movie. It's all right. I got <laughs> it. I didn't. I didn't have the same yeah. emotional attraction. But like, uh, but when we watched Nebraska, mm-hmm. which was uh, I forgot his name. Is it Will Forte? Maybe. It's one of those guys. You know what I mean? Not Jason Bateman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, the sort of sort of interchangeable. <laughs> the 40 something, maybe yeah. 50 something now. Dark haired, white guy, yeah. kind of quirky. Was on SNL at one point. Definitely. Uh, good movie. But, yeah, but we, we we watched Nebraska. Yeah, uh, which is which is a good movie. But I definitely had like a more emotional reaction to it than you did. Yeah, because it was kind of like about uh, fathers and sons, right? right? It's like right. very much about father son relationships. No, it's really true. I feel like that's like a think piece waiting to happen. Is like Lady Bird is the female Nebraska. <laughs> Something like that. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think that... I guess stories about fathers and sons, I feel like, get told more than stories about mothers and daughters with these complicated relationships. And so that's why Lady Bird Bird was so important. Yeah. To me, it was also just, like, particularly resonant because it took place in the West Mm -hmm. and she went to a Catholic school. Mm -hmm. Like, all of those things are me. So. Yeah. Yeah. The whole narrative of leaving home to go to a school on the like East Coast. East Coast. Yeah. All very resonant. So those are my two recs. Uh, I don't think I have anything to recommend. Penn Social was nice, is she? Yeah. I quite liked it. It's just like a sort of... Big bi- bar. Big, ridiculous commercial bar in the mm-hmm. middle of town. Mm-hmm. Good sports. Had big, big portions. It's sort of everything you wanted it to be. Cheap. Yeah. Big. Fine prices. Lots of beer. Yeah. Sports. Yeah. I was, I was, I was happy with it. It's quite loud, but like in an enjoyable way. 
Yeah, in the way, but I, I feel I feel like like all very expected. Yeah, you know what you're getting, and you're going in for a particular thing, and you'll you'll get it all there fine. Yeah, totally. And I think there are like three or four across the city. So whatever your neighborhood, there's probably one close by. Uh, okay. Good, good. Oh, we also, the other thing that we did was we went and saw Obama's portrait in the portrait gallery. That was nice. We could not get close to it because there were so many people trying to take pictures. We didn't see Michelle. We didn't see Michelle. I don't know where Michelle is. Wow. We need to find her. But the Obama portrait is really cool. It is really cool. So, other wreck around the city. That gallery in general is really cool, is Yeah. I like it a lot. The portrait gallery. Portrait gallery, yeah. Yes. Um, anyway, until next week. Bye. Bye.